Hello, Neil. Hello, Kia. How are you? It's been a little while. Well, we've had a roaster, the hottest weather of all time in the UK. Yeah, did you did you get up, up to 40 in Wales? We did. We did. It was crazy hot. It really was um, bonkers. I feel like this year's the year where everyone thinks, oh, shit, this isn't a, a glitch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is serious stuff, man. We're going to have to do something about it, sort of thing. The penny has dropped. And it was a very hot penny. The pe- it really was. <laughs> you couldn't handle the penny. It was seriously hot. <laughs> um, and then, of course, uh, you know, most of Europe was on fire. Uh, fr- the mm. French, the Spanish, like serious burning issues over there. Yeah. Um, some yes. serious fucking yeah. pennies. Yeah, some serious yeah. pennies. I mean, they've got a lot to sort out, man, in the world. The world is kind of on the precipice. This is a comedy podcast. We're already on the precipice. Yeah. But yeah. The precipice is right. We're here. We're on it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Confused Goat. What's going on in NZ? Oh, you know, not a lot. it feels like we're just muddling along. Things are costing a lot. People are complaining. Yeah. A grimish winter, but not that cold, but just not good weather, you know? Yeah, just yeah. kind of shit. Is it damp and wet no, rather than snow? Not a lot of snow. Not a lot of snow. I mean, further down south, like, there's there's a, been a good dump, actually. There's good good skiing going on down further south. Is that a term that they use for snow? For snow a good dump? A good dump, yeah. I've never heard that before in relation to snow. Had a really good dump, yeah. <laughs> Do they say that on the news? Yeah, yeah, oh, with a straight well, face and everything. Good Lord. Are you at the point in the winter where you're just sick of the winter? Yeah. It's all right. It starts off quite well, the winter, doesn't it? Oh, it's winter. I can wear a big coat. It's kind of different. I like gloves. Yeah, then you're just like, no, nah, it's, it's cold. No, nah, it's just cold. It's I don't grim. like it. Yeah, it's too dark. It's grim. wet. It's miserable. It's drizzle. I hate drizzle. New Zealand's turned into, or at least this part of New Zealand has turned into like, dry for half the year and wet for half the year yeah. it's really strange yeah. like totally changed it's like our summers now are really warm and dry yeah and they last about six months and then our winters are like quite warm and wet yeah well same here i think it's global warming you know i mean here we just have floods after floods after floods in the winter and it's not that cold yeah we're we're having floods basically where we are shropshire powys it's just flooding every year now like you can't get we couldn't get out of the village last winter it's just we were surrounded by water you couldn't get out of your village no yeah totally uh, surrounded by water yeah need a boat is what we need we navigate the listeners through the news through the news we are the news they are the news we are the news so what, what's been happening over there, I mean, on the political... Well, the mega news politically, they're a bit of a bit of an earthquake in that uh, Johnson's gone, and he went quite quickly He's in the He's gone. End. Yeah, as you know, yeah. We just covered in the last, in the last, I was going to say the last dump, in the last bleat, we just covered, just prior to his farewell, but it was pretty obvious that he was yeah. going. So I think what happened was, um, we, we just got the news that uh, Sunak uh, had, had resigned following... Um, uh, Sajid Javid's resignation and they went like within 10 minutes of each other and that kind of it massively snowballed and so almost everyone resigned yeah. from the cabinet in the end uh, everyone like just were, like 70 resignations from 
ministers. And he just sort of hunkered down overnight, Johnson. And uh, everyone thought, oh, no, it's like another Trumpian moment where he's not going to release, like, you know, power. Uh, but eventually he just said, OK, fair enough. The gig's up. Them's the break. Made a speech. Them's the breaks. Them's Basically, the breaks, they got yeah. fed up of him lying. Even his, like yeah. his own people just got fed up of him lying. So there was this Chris Pincher incident where, you know, a, this Chris Pincher guy who was a minister got a bit handsy in a members club. And that was ultimately yeah. the downfall of Johnson because uh, he'd been a, he'd been um, a given a job. And Johnson said, I didn't know he was that kind of guy. I didn't know there was any allegations against him. And then he sent out ministers to say he didn't know, he didn't know, he didn't know. And then um, some big wheel in the um, civil service said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but um, you did know. And like, yeah, that's you not the briefed. way of doing government. And at that point, it kind of all just really fell in on him pretty quickly. Like, he just got sick of him lying. Like, you can't just outright lie all the time. And like, that's no. kind of, in a way, it's good that the conservatives like just thought enough's enough. Because like, obviously, the Republicans in America, it's totally different. They're just going along with this... Trumpian lie that the election was stolen from them. Trump dump. When it comes to 2024, I mean, is that what Donald Trump's going to, is he going to campaign on what happened four years ago in my head? It's possible, isn't it? If he gets sort of indicted on this latest court case, obviously there's going to be massive bad stuff happen yeah from pro trumpers but then if he doesn't get indicted it's going to be bad as well because it's going to be like well he just gets away with it yeah i mean yeah it's, it's if, all bad if, isn't it they're saying that basically needs to win in order to protect himself from all these criminal cases that are coming against him he's wanting to get back in so he can pardon himself basically i <laughs> that's think that's what it is yeah which is ridiculous. And also, he's, he's basically said that he's going to run as a dictator. Uh, once he's, If he did win it, he would be a dictator, essentially. It would be an autocratic, much more autocratic. It's dark. It's dark. It's dark because now you realise that all the people he likes, Putin, Kim Jong-un, all these people he can relate to, um, that's what he wants. You know, yeah. he actually, that's what he wants. That's yeah, what he yeah. longs for, that kind of yeah. autocracy. Um did you see his speech to the um, America First Institute Policy Summit? No. It's quite funny, actually. What like, The first half of it, he was kind of on script. And what? it was, if anything, it was actually it was like quite low energy. And he was yeah. looking, he was just kind of reading through the, what was it? How many points? So his seven point tough on crime manifesto. Right. And he was just going through all the points, reading it. And then at one point, he... Um, complained about how transgender athletes can compete in women's events, which was just a shooting from the hip. He just yeah. had a bit of a moan about that. And he received the biggest sort of ovation of the... Oh, right. Like, then he was off. And then he was like, you know, I might, yeah. I want to start a women's NBA team and I want LeBron James to be in my team. And it was just like, he was, he was, then he was off. He was off on one. Yeah, and yeah. like, whoa, yeah. It's a shame, isn't know. it, that trans rights seems to be like a political hot potato, like some cultural thing that they're trying to split i don't know i just feel for people who've got trans issues and uh, i feel i feel for people who've got trans issues too I, I must admit i did think at the time that that when there was the um competitor in the 400 meters who had um a combination of male and female um anatomy basically yeah, yeah. 
Um, I did wonder about the testosterone advantage, and maybe that's not right, you know, obviously. Um, they just need to work out a rule and roll it out, don't they? It's just when they weaponize it, it's too sensitive to be weaponized. That's what I find offensive. Like Trump's using yeah. it to get his vote in uh, uh, right wing extremists involved. He uses it as a, what's it called, a dog whistle, basically policy, doesn't he? To get people yeah. on board. What is it, raw meat? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like this, there's a one of the um, uh, runners in the political conservative party race was called Kemi Band or something. Anyway, she's um, youngish, forty something British. Yeah, I think Nigerian descent, and she was going on about trans rights. She's like, "What? Why is this a big thing? It shouldn't be part of the political discourse Mm. in a conservative party like leadership contest." But you know, again, used as a sort of dog whistle policy. Um, so I'm going to be tough on this. Like what? Mm. Just less bigger fish mm. to fry, mate. You know, like you've seen the price of cucumbers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. No sultanas. <laughs> I know. Like genuinely, like the price of living crisis is 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 serious. Is seriously, yeah, happening and going down fast, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like the, it's like the global warming. Like it's this is penny drop time, guys. Yeah, and girls, and everyone. What about movie news? Have you seen? I've seen that Will Smith has made a video. He's actually broken his silence. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, so he's sort of back a bit, and he's very. He looked like he was wearing. Um, was he wearing like tennis gear? Yeah. He was dressed in white, wasn't he? Yeah, a bit weird. Like I suppose I don't know. It's quite um white, like pure. I don't know. Is he trying to be like, or was he just still playing the? Playing the tennis. Ivanka did that, didn't she? Character, yeah. Well, yeah, and but Chris Rock said that he wasn't yet ready to speak no. to speak to him, right? Or talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just fuck off. Like, fuck off. Yeah. 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 Like, what? what's there to talk I about? Get on with my life. Just fuck off. He's touring New Zealand, Chris Rock. Is he? Oh, yeah. Will you go and see him? I'm not a massive Chris Rock follower, you know. I haven't... Me either, but yeah. I do, I do like... Um, I do like uh, Malcolm in the... Not Malcolm in the Middle, but... <laughs> The... <laughs> what's the other thing with the kid the young kid uh, I clearly like I don't even know the name of it I um, don't know <laughs> yeah anyway kind of based on him growing up oh yeah that's quite cool you must have seen the rugby the um, Ireland bit the All Blacks historic um, you're beaten in your own backyard is that what you're saying smashed by the <laughs> Irish are the Irish normally that good at the moment the Irish are really strong um, Peter Omani, he was like, you know, I, I grew up and we never thought you could do this, and now young fellas back home will know it can be done. Oh wow! I think a lot of Kiwis actually really got behind the Irish. This is awesome. This is great for the game. Or, or are they just glory hunters? They've gone from the their own nation. Yeah, to yeah, the Irish, yeah. The, I've always liked the Irish. Whoever wins, yeah, I've always. <laughs> I know, have you been watching any of the uh, um, women's football? Uh, the Lionesses are in the final. Today. I have that. Uh, um, they're on the verge of winning it, aren't they? Well, they England, beat... Germany today, it is. At Wembley. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, talk about, you know, you couldn't write it. Mate, you'll be all over that. What what time is that? Your time? You must yeah, be coming sure, up. I think it's this, an evening kickoff, like probably 7-ish, 7.30 maybe. Where's yeah. your, what do you mean you're not sure? I'm not sure of the time. So I, I will watch it, yeah. So oh, it'll be great. We'll actually win it. Who'd have thought? Yeah. It's coming exciting. home. It really is coming <laughs> home. It could be. It could be. This week has been a week. 
Now we saw me to bleat. This week has been a bleaty week. This is the weekly bleat. Have you got any bleats? Have you got a bleat for us this week? Essentially, it's the Conservatives. They're just, they're just, yeah. it, it, just become a most ridiculous party, just taking chunks out of each other. Uh, I mean, they, you know, they've they voted for Johnson. They've they, he's fallen because they've turned on him. And now they're taking chunks out of each other. There's two of them left now for the leadership, Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss. And they're just taking chunks out of each other like raptors. So there's got to be nothing left of the part. Like, and they're, yeah. And they're just a disaster. Liz, Liz Truss had the audacity to say that the last 20 years of economic policy have not worked. And they've been in for 12 of it. I can't work out. Is she posh or is she like working class? I can't work it out. She's from Leeds. She's from Leeds. Okay, but she's like posh Leeds or something. But she's she's oh. turned posh. She's posh. She's become posh. Right. She's assumed posh, but Leeds. She's like marketing department posh. Yeah, kind of exactly. Like, exactly. Born in Essex, but pretending to be. Yeah. Yeah. She's okay. telephone voice posh. Do you know what I mean? Gotcha. But she's she's dreadful. She's a dreadful woman. I've already got trust issues. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you, thank you. Oh, no need to ask if there's a portmanteau this week. <laughs> no. That's pretty good. Um, but she's going to win, isn't she? Because She's um, going to win. She's walking it. Basically, the the members, it's all voted for by the, the members. The members, 160,000 members. Something like that. And, um, Give or take 100,000. Yeah, they all like her because she's basically mini thatch. She's even worn the pussy bow shirt, blouse thing, like as a tribute act to thatch. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so gosh. she's basically Thatcher, Johnson, mashup, posh leads, telephone voice. Yeah, she's a nightmare. She's going to be the PM. She's really modelling herself on the Iron Lady. Yeah. She's got two years. She'll yeah. have two years to sort of put a stamp on it and then there'll be an election. Right. But they are saying she might, if she does get a little bit of a, a bounce, you know, they say a bounce when you get first yeah. in, and she might, um, she might call a snap election because they repealed the law to say it had to be five years. So it could be any time. She might do a Theresa May. She might do a Theresa May, but then, yeah, with, well, that didn't work out for her. Did it particularly well, but that was in the middle of Brexit. So, yeah. And she's pro-pro-Brexit, mm. even though she, she voted against it. She's, against it? I know. I know. She wants That's to make Brexit so crazy, work, isn't it? which is a, another line itself. Nobody here mm. is talking about how Brexit is a disaster, but it absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. The Labour Party can't talk about it because they want to win back the Red Wall. The Conservatives can't talk about it because that would just be an admission of absolute idiocy. So yeah. the, the Liberals just lost the argument, so they're not talking about it. But it's an absolute fucking shit show. I mean, people can't even yeah. get out of the country now. They're getting down to Calais, and they cannot get onto a boat. They're there for like 19 hours. I don't know if you've seen that, but like they just can't board boats because at the other side in, in France, they're, just te- they're on a go slow, essentially. They've got to stamp every passport, and they're taking like 45 minutes per person. And so wow. it's like the British just can't leave like the island of the Great Britain. They just to get into France because they basically put their noses out. You know, the, the Europeans are like, "Well, why should we help you?" You know. Yeah. So yeah. And so Sunak Sunak sounds like the most moderate one. He's a bit, well, he is a bit more moderate, but yeah, he's basically in a tricky situation that they are his economic policies that got us to this point. I mean, he did have the um, uh, you know pandemic to contend with. And, 
dished out massive amounts of furlough. So he's in a bit, a bit of a sticky wicket in that he can't say, well, it's not my fault because it's sort of it. It's sort of it was his watch that got us here, and the cost of living crisis and all that. Plus, he's a billionaire, so it doesn't really play very well on the old cost of living crisis. He's not checking the cucumber in- index like we are. Uh, no, you know, currently no. one pound something at Tesco. He's not rationing the sultanas on the wheat bix. <laughs> no, he's not. But basically, the the members want trust. They want the Tribute Act. Mm. So that's my bleat, the Conservative Party. Well, I'll tell you what my bleat is. It's watching putting um, with subtitles on. <laughs> really annoying. <laughs> you can't see the ball. Why have you got subtitles on? <laughs> watching the golf. Trying to watch the golf but not have it make any noise so I can watch the golf. Can't you just turn... The British the, Open. Can't you turn the... Just the sound Volume off? up. You don't want the commentary, is that the thing? Oh no, I want the commentary. I do want the commentary, but I don't want it. I can't. I didn't want any sound. Didn't want it to be making noise. So you want to read the commentary? Yeah, it was kind of late at night, so I was just watching the <laughs> British Open. Yeah, <laughs> this is niche. This is a niche. niche. <laughs> Quite niche. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you see it? The um, I didn't. The guy who won, the, an Aussie guy, like a guy I'd never heard of before. Some young guy. Curious. No, no, the, the golf. Oh, I thought he might. Curious got his, beaten, didn't I he? Thought he might have turned his hand to golf. He got beaten in the final. Yeah. Do you know what's funny about that? Is you know, I was so anti Kyrgios because he was such a gobshite basically the whole tournament, mm. especially against Sissi Pass, who Lorna described as Sissy Pants. Sissy Pants. Sissy Pass, the Greek guy. That was a humdinger. But uh, yeah, but Kyrgios. By the time he got to the final, I was sort of rooting for him as the underdog. He has been an incredible jerk. Yeah. Oh, he is a jerk. There's no doubt. On court. In that, that game, his behaviour against Sissipas <laughs> was a shocker. It really was. It wound him yeah. up so much yeah. that he lost the game. But um, against Djokovic, <laughs> Djokovic's such a machine of a player. You know what I mean? He is like yeah. the Terminator oh, yeah. of tennis, isn't he? He just does his thing. Even if he loses a set, he doesn't worry at all. Sp- speaking of the Terminator, did you um, did you see that there was a, a Russian kid playing chess against a robot? No. And the robot broke his finger. This is some more fucking interesting shit. Considering what we're talking about, but you ain't Hey? Yeah, there was a, a kid playing a robot at chess and the, uh, the robot broke the kid's finger. So it wasn't like a deep blue thing where it just said, make this move, and then someone makes the move for the computer. No, but this was like an, an arm. This was like a robot arm Yeah, thing. right. And it grabbed for the kid. It lurched for the kid. He was losing, and he, he went full Kyrgios. The president of Moscow Chess Federation, Sergei Lazarev, not Sergei Lavrov. No, good. Said the incident occurred at the Moscow Chess Open after the boy rushed the robot. Oh, no. It's the boy's fault. A robot broke a child's finger. This is, of course, bad, Lazarev said. I wonder if that's direct translation. The robot was rented by us. It has been exhibited in many places by specialists for a long time. Apparently, the operators overlooked some flaws. Yeah, like fucking child finger breaking. (laughs) The child made a move. And after that, it is necessary to give time for the robot to respond. But the boy hurried. The robot grabbed him. We have nothing to do with that with the robot. It's fully trying to like pass the buck. They've tried to guilt the kid out like it was his fault for rushing the robot. We already rented it. It's got to go back tomorrow. Who rents a chess robot? What's that about? I know. 
Yeah, so that happened. That's worrying. That's the start of Terminator 1, isn't it? John Connor. (laughs) Chess robot. Yeah, so good, wasn't it, Terminator? So good. You do an Arnie. Do you do an Arnie, Pierre? Uh, and Arnie's kind of what's he? He's like, yeah, I'll I'll be back. No, I can't. Not really. Um, <laughs> need to work. We need to work on my Arnie. Yeah. Was it Commando? Was it Commando? Or maybe it was like Predator. He like throws a knife, stabs him into the wall. He's like, stick around. <laughs> he was so bad, really, wasn't he? <laughs> he was just a bad. lumper, a hunk of ham. He just did a, the odd like one-liner. In this week's insects, there's a species of fly called Drosophila bifurca, and the males in this species produce uh, sperm that is two to three inches long. That's 5.8 centimeters. That's each individual sperm, and that's 20 times longer than the fly itself. Really? The um, testes contain an elaborate system of sperm rollers that fold and crank out the giant sperm like an assembly line. So you can't just squirt this thing out because it's bigger than the... You need an assembly line. So what what um, scientists are wondering is why would these male flies give up the usual make lots of sperm, throw it everywhere and hope some sticks yeah. strategy that works so well? Yeah. Um, perhaps because the fertilization success with giant sperm is close to 100%. Uh-huh. Um, it arrives in the female like a giant ball of twine and it has to slowly unwind before the sperm cell can fuse um, to form an embryo and the gigantic sperm tail um, is eventually discarded and that is that sperm tail is used to plug um, up the female and slow her from mating again. Oh, right. Basically, it's kind of a foolproof... Like, you, they put everything into this one sperm. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so wow. there you go. Wow. You know what? I think that's the end of the insect sex because <laughs> all I was getting from you there was like an uncomfortable kind of... <laughs> yeah. I just thought to myself, I never thought I would be talking about this sort of thing on a Sunday morning. You know what I mean? <laughs> never. <laughs> I don't get. I don't get how. So is it, it's the right size. It's just very long. Yes, it's the length. I think more than the girth of the sperm, but because <laughs> it's got to fit, doesn't it? Like it does have to fit. Yeah, it can't exactly. It's like it can't, it, it can't be. Well, it can't be a sort of a. It can't be a. Um, you know, a, a cabinet coming out of a hose, can no, it? It exactly, needs to be a. Exactly. It needs to be a long kind of ribbon coming out of a hose, if you like. You worry about the female really on the receiving end. It's not that so much the production line guys that might even be a pleasurable experience for him I don't know but the female has got to receive it <laughs> that's not good flag 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 of the week this week's flag is the flag of Argentina oh this is a classic flag so it's um, it's light blue the famous Argentinian light blue so it's a three striped flag horizontal stripes the top and tail, if you like, of the flags, the top and the bottom of the flag is the light blue, and it's got a white stripe in the middle with a sun, a, very, a sort of stylized sun in the uh, in the centre. Do you know what? I didn't realise it had the sun in it. I have to say, if someone said, do me the uh, Argentinian flag, I wouldn't have put the sun in. The sun is looking quite cool, quite moody. Yeah, quite da- quite um, a Dali looking sun, isn't it? Yes, a surrealistic sun. Yeah, love the sun. Well, that is a great flag for me. I'm giving it a 10. 
I'm not going to give it a 10, but I do quite like it. I'm probably going to give this one a 7 point... You know what? And I am going to delineate, if delineate is even a word, 7.75. Really? That is quite precise. Why has it been so... Why is it such a precise... uh score well you gave a 9.8 i think i can give a 7.75 i gave it straight 10 no but last last week oh in previous episodes oh yeah what is currently leading on the in the flag um chart uh let me have a quick look i'll I'll consult the chart here we go um so in the combined score the leader is um antigua and barbuda oh yeah and then followed by um algeria but in you in my uh, in my scoring, it's Albania uh, first. In your scoring, it's a tie between Afghanistan, Algeria, American Samoa, Andorra, and um, Argentina, all with ten. Good lord! So I'll send you a chart. Oh, that would be good. Thank you very much. Yeah, so you can Great consult story. it. Yeah. All right, my friend. Enjoy your game against the chess computer. I will do. Oh, one quick thing. I had to crack up when um, you were talking about the car, not cleaning the car, because my mum's the same. She's got, like, it's a farm car. So I don't clean the car either. (laughs) And, like, the dogs are always in there. Oh, the farm car. We give anyone a lift now. It's so embarrassing. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, (laughs) My dad used to have a a plastic bag that he'd put on the gear stick, and it would be, like, for rubbish. He'd just have this bag there. So he was, like, all about, (laughs) he was about the practicalities, and he used to have, like, notes to himself on the uh all over the car on the radio knobs and the like aircon vents just everywhere notes everywhere all right my man that is our goat i'll be back i need to work on my arnold i'll be back i'll be back i'll be back mate I'll be back. I'll be back with Alan.